Welcome to the Professional Ag Marketing Podcast. If you want a deep dive into the ag markets and risk management strategies, your search is over. Come here after every Friday to get your weekly commodity recap. Trading commodity futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. This is your host, Mike Miner. Let's get started. Today is April 6th. I've got Nick with us here today. How's it going, Nick? Good, Mike. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about cattle today. That's why I brought you in. The cattle market has been incredibly hot here, but we're going to start off with the grain market. Uh, A little bit of a poor week here performance-wise. Corn down about 10 cents on the December contract here on the week, uh, down about nine on the soybeans. Short week. Only about four days of trading. Friday, no trade tomorrow there. So uh, we got a three-day weekend coming at us. Saw some positioning ahead of that weekend. But a few of the things that really pushed the grain market around this week, I think, Nick, was the better weather forecast that looks like they could get some more planting done. Uh, Warming up quite a bit here, get some of the snowpack melted, and uh, really look at some better planting progress going forward, hopefully as it was really looking a, a little bit dark and uh, dim here for a while on planning progress to start off with, especially with this week's big storm that kind of rolled through and missed us and went mostly north of us anyways. But that got talked about a little bit, and then we're looking at a situation uh, you know, that they'll continue to trade that going forward uh, more frequently here, especially towards uh, the middle of April to the end of April. So starting to trade more of a weather market here. Finally, it's been a little while. And then we're going to talk about uh, the geopolitical tensions currently going on as well. I don't think the market really liked the fact that uh, uh, China, Taiwan, U.S., we had some political tensions there. So I think they uh, were taking some risk off the table there as well. But I really, uh, I'm interested in the future of these energy prices right now, though, Nick. When I look at the uh, Monday or the Monday trade, uh, the open we saw Sunday night on crude oil popped five dollars higher on the open after the OPEC announcement that they're going to make a surprise cut. I'm really looking at that and saying we're above 80 bucks again, made a really substantial rally uh, on the energy complex here, and looking forward. It's the right time of the year to see a seasonal increase in both grain prices and energy prices, and I think if you start to see an increase in the energy prices here, uh, that'll support ethanol, soybean oil, as we've seen over the past couple of years. There's a pretty strong correlation between crude oil price and corn and soybean price. So going forward, if we do see a do see a bounce in that energy market, and uh, we get a bounce in that corn market, maybe we trade some weather at some point here on the grains to get them fired up. Uh, that's going to provide some selling opportunities here uh, come end of April and May time frame. What do you think about all that, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing though, I do think, I, I mean, it was nice to see that crude bounce, you know, and that we're, you know, we got some lift on these energies after, after kind of the whole banking deal and some fallout there in, in, in crude. But, um, I do wonder if, if crude really has bounced up enough to reflect, uh, the, the large cut in production, meaning I think it has been a little bit resistant to go where it would have gone had we not, um, been, you know, seeing some, some kind of some economic turmoil yet. I wonder if we'd be significantly higher yet in crude, but, um, either way, it is good to see. I think that is going to, you know, give us some support 
support on the grains uh, short term here yet. Definitely, I agree. A lot of analysts here think there could be some more room to run in this crude oil market up towards a $100 bill again, uh, looking at the forecast of our second half of the year, which is already quickly approaching us in these summer months of uh, higher demand periods. But this cattle market, this is uh, really what I wanted to talk about today. We saw some awesome cash here this week, really strong uh, strength and uh, really nice record prices getting posted. Talk to me in general about the uh, futures trade of uh, of the cattle market right now. Yeah, well, it certainly start wherever is. you want. Yeah, yeah, it it absolutely you know is a cash led market here right now. Uh, producers got leverage, and it's pretty astonishing to see these you know very special days here of two weeks in a row now with with cash being up five bucks basically by Friday. Um, really seeing history here, I guess, with with prices and. Um, price movements back to back weeks i guess so it's been fun i think uh i think producers gotta be eyes wide open here though because these you know these kind this kind of market action is is sim can be kind of indicative of of toppiness right and and although we don't ever want to talk about that like this thing's got a long ways to go yet potentially but uh we we got some definite things going on today that are concerning i mean to have choice beef approaching 290 here and and pork at 75 cents is 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 very puzzling and uh and i think uh you know that that alone is cause for concern here and and to get some coverage on as these back months and futures rally along with cash very nice. A cash rally is a real rally, one would say. It, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how much more this has in it. Any future indications of what this market's got left in it? I mean, I think we can all agree this probably happened a little bit quicker than we thought it would based on heifer retention and all of that fun. Um, uh, what kind of legs does this market have potentially under it, you think? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I we are I think in the cattle deal right now we're finally experiencing kind of the perfect storm of leverage for the producer. You know, we're coming off one of the worst winters we've had in in a long time, which which, you know, oftentimes we would have said that, you know, the winter kind of drives the spring cattle market and and not only do we have a horrendous weather this winter, but also um, short supplies as we've seen on numerous cattle and feeder ports replacing less cattle every month than what we did a year ago and and now we see too from the placement data you know may and june um, from that placement data look like they're going to have at least five and a half to six percent less cattle available for for those months versus and that's a year not ago. regular right to have that big of a drop in the second quarter no, no. I mean, that'd be substantial drop for those months. Um, it is the stage of the cycle we're in, though, right? I mean, we're yeah. as we get into the new calf crop, we're we're reducing the the numbers for for when the uh, new calves are available for slaughter. But what uh, what's really going to shape this thing up, I guess, is if we, you know, is is our packers willing to make the margins or less that they are right now because uh yeah you know i even heard a low 280s being offered in the meat in the country and you got choice at 288 um we'll see what it turns out to be here this afternoon but not a lot of packer margin there and so are they going to continue to 
to pay at this money or or and we are seeing some strength in the cutout too so if we can keep that going up they'll they'll be able to hopefully keep paying up as well what else you got on the cattle market for us here nick before we wrap up well i just i would just echo you know i think we gotta we gotta um remember where we're at and 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 how quickly things can change um and and you know cattle that are on feed today there is probably some pretty darn good margin there and so um you know these are the times probably to add some coverage yet there you know certainly uh we got to be care we all know what the cattle market can do come august october right i mean as bullish as we want to be today uh those months can can be kind of disappointing so um I think a little uh, bit of seasonal versus cycle coming forward, isn't there? Yep. And, and reward the rally. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here today, Nick. Have a fantastic three day weekend. Happy Easter. And uh, thank you for joining us here today. And thank you to all our listeners. Please reach out to us at professionalagmarketing.com. Check out our other podcast as well, Professional Ag Marketing, that's released every Friday. Trading commodity futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. See you next time.